It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You know, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes a lot today, guys. And I was saying that, you know, there are some athletes who are not really compared to just athletes in their own sports, but athletes in other sports. They transcend the sport. And I said, if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, maybe he's the first NFL, but hard in the NFL to do that. But maybe he's the first NFL player who really can get those Jordan comparisons based on the total package of eyeball tests, numbers, team success, right out the gate, the whole thing. And Key, a lot of your pushback to that seems to be focused on the commercial crossover appeal of the athlete. But let me say something about that. But also, can I interrupt you just for one second? I apologize. But, <laughs> but Jordan is also like the logo. Like there's also like the, the brand that is so much bigger than the sport because in NBA, in NBA, we glorify the individual. We do that to the quarterback a little bit, but it's different because football is way more of a team sport. I hear that, and I think that's the question with Mahomes. Is it even possible in the NFL? Insofar as it's possible, I think Mahomes has the best shot, if, especially if he wins the Super Bowl. But, Key, I'm not dismissing that thought. Like saying, oh, no, that has nothing to do with anything. Because sometimes you can look at commercial crossover appeal, and what it really indicates sometimes is the guy is such on such a level that it, it crosses over into the cultural consciousness differently, right? And so if, Key, you don't see that, then what you're saying is, mm, if he really was that, why isn't it crossing over the same way? I think there's something to that. I think there's something to that thought. Yeah, I, I, I think when when you start talking about larger than life, like Jay say, when you start, and like the caller said, you start mentioning Jordan. If you said that he could be the Michael Jordan of his era at the quarterback position, I'd say, yeah, that could be a possibility. But when you start talking about Jordan's perfection throughout his career on and off the court, that's that. That's a that you can't obtain that. Okay, it's if in, if Mahomes, it's in because, fact, if Brady, ridiculous. because Michael Jordan is bigger than basketball. Okay, if Tom Brady hit the ground running like Mahomes, let's say he came into the league on fifty touchdowns as a rookie, two MVPs within the first five years, and then also had Brady's career, would that be Michael Jordan? No, I think so. I think no. it would be because because Jay Max, you you just said you got to have all that that crossover appeal and everything. Yeah. Brady ain't got no damn crossover appeal. But maybe he did. Okay, look, Sal Palantonio, ESPN NFL reporter and host of NFL Matchup, is with us now. How are you feeling about the Eagles right now, Sal? You know, I think the Eagles feel pretty good, Max, uh, from what I'm seeing from the team. And the, the evidence is there. Their, their practices, uh, energetic, crisp. Nick Sirianni's been extremely impressed with how they have approached their, uh, uh, their week here. And so have I. You know, been around this team a long time, and I got to tell you, the guy who sets the tone and sets the pace is Jalen Hurts, and he's got this team buttoned up. You know, Sal, I feel bad for you, though, because I I deeply know your emotions with the Philadelphia Eagles, and then on the flip side, you look across the field and the emotions 
in your affection for Coach Andy Reid has got to be driving you nuts right now, even though you're not supposed to root for a team to win. But I know deep down inside you're pulling for one of them, and I don't even want to know which one. So don't answer that, please. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Keith, you, you, you know me very well. Uh, we, we've been around each other for a long time, and you know that I put uh, everything into what I do. So, um, you know, I don't root for teams, but I root for people. Yeah, for sure, hundred hundred percent. So what's and, the? Uh, you know, I'm 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 I, I, I just wish for the best in this game. I wish uh, I wish it's an extremely competitive, hard fought game that's uh, played clean, and um, you know, may the best team win. There's a reason why, you know, the spread is only one point five, is because these two teams are very, very closely competitive one another on paper and when you look on film. What's the uh, the key to this game for both teams? For the Eagles is can they move the Chiefs off the ball? Can the offensive line move the Chiefs off the ball the way they did with the Niners and the Giants? Oh, you know, uh, as you know, I host the matchup show, and Greg Cosell and Darius Butler have done an amazing job the last month showing just how dominant, smart versatile, adaptable the Eagles offensive line has been against the Giants and the Niners. You know, there's a reason why the Eagles just gave Jeff Stoutland, their offensive line coach, a huge raise, making him the highest paid offensive line coach in the league because he's he's really good. And he's not only a smart coach X's and O's, but he knows how to reach people and teach people. And just the way he's (laughs) transformed Jordan Mailata from a rugby player in Australia to a dominant left tackle is unbelievable. The guy had no football skill, none, zero. And now he's a starting left tackle in the league and one of the highest paid starting left tackles in the league. So that to me is the number one thing for the Eagles. They've been dominant, smart, opened up holes. I mean, you look at the last three runs by two by Miles Sanders and one by Boston Scott. In the San Fran- against San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. Key, key, they, they were hardly touched. They were hardly touched. They waltzed into the end zone untouched. Their uniform mm. did not get dirty. It, it was wild. So I think that's number one. And for the Chiefs, number two, you look at the common denominator of Patrick Mahomes' losses, three losses in the postseason as he loses the time of possession. He can't stay on the field on third down. If Mahomes stays on the field on third down, the Eagles are going to have a very, very long day. Mm. Uncle Sal, if Andy Reid were to win his second Super Bowl, I mean, only 13 head coaches have won two Super Bowls or more, right? Uh, that would have been five straight AFC championship appearances, seven straight divisional titles, and then two Super Bowls. Uh, where would you put Andy in the big scheme of greatest coaches of all time? Definitely top 10, for sure, 100%. And as you know, I'm one of the 46 selectors on the Pro Football Hall of Fame Enshrinement Committee mm-hmm. and also on the subcommittee for coaches and contributors. So in my view, Andy Reid gets into the Hall of Fame no matter what happens on Sunday. But if he gets the second one, <clears throat> he punches his ticket like Tom Coughlin will very shortly 
So definitely top 10. Um, and, you know, just so respected. I, I, I was listening to Travis Kelsey. I'm not covering the team. Uh, you know, our incredibly intrepid reporter, Diana Rossini, is. And she was interviewing Travis Kelsey about, you know, why are you always open? And he gave the answer, two words, Andy Reid. You know, and having been around him in Philadelphia for 14 years, I covered him, 14 years. You know, I watched him just constantly reconfigure and be smarter than everybody else offensively in terms of his play design. And with Mahomes and the players that he has there, it's only been astronomically better. Sal Paul, who needs this victory more in your eyes? Is it Jalen Hurts? Wow, that is or not that is a really good question. Wow. Oh, wow. Who needs it more, Sal? Yeah. Wow. That no, that's a good question. I I have not no one has asked me that question, Key. Well, that's wow. why I'm a good journalist, you know. Wow. That's a good question. Man, who needs it more? Wow. I'm gonna say Jalen Hurts. I am going to say Jalen Hurts. Uh, and, and I'm thinking about it on the fly because it's a good question. Nobody's asked me who needs it more. I'm going to say Jalen Hurts needs it more because he gets benched in Alabama and, you know, doesn't get to lead his team to the championship the way he wanted to. He net, did not win the Heisman when there was a lot of people who thought he should have or could have. Mahomes has already won it. Um, I'm going to say Jalen Hurts. I really am. But when I say that, it's not because I think, you know, in the end he could play really well or really poorly. I say that because when I look at this young man and how so devoted he is to winning the championship and his single-minded vision, man, there's a great story that Devontae Smith said, told us. Devontae Smith's home watching the Super Bowl last year, Rams and Bengals. And he gets a text out of nowhere from Jalen Hurts. And he just says, that, that could be us. That, that's going to be us. You know, he, that's, that's what – so he's coming off ankle surgery. He knows he's going to California to get his game retooled. He knows he's got a long road. He know, that, at that point, he doesn't even have A.J. Brown in, in, in the pen. And he's thinking, okay, um, we're going to get back – and I'm going to envision myself getting back. And here he is. The way he has willed this team to this point, the way that he has silenced the doubters all year long is unbelievable. His quote yesterday was just brilliant. I actually literally stopped, looked up at him, and I said, how did that roll off your tongue? And I wrote it down in my notebook and, and circled it last night. He said, I had a purpose before everybody else had an opinion. Wow. That's a, that's, that's that is a Hall of Fame quote, I'll tell you that much. And Sal Pal's on the committee. Sal Palantonio, ESPN, NFL reporter, host of NFL Matchup. Sal Pal, thanks a million for ju- jumping on with us this morning. Thanks, Sal. I can't, right. I can't thank you enough. Friday of Super Bowl, this is where I want to be with you guys. Thank you so much. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Sal Pal. Coming up, guys. He asked Yay. Sal Palantonio. I had a purpose before people had opinions. Who needs this win more? Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts? 888 say ESPN. 
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn. Jay Will and Max. Sal Powell, who needs this victory more? Wow. That, no, that's a good question. I, I have not. No one has asked me that question, Key. Well, that's wow. why I'm a good journalist, you know. Mahomes has already won it. I'm going to say Jalen Hurts. Who needs to win the Super Bowl more? Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts? Keyshawn, uh-huh. Jay Will and Max, ESPN Radio. And I have another question because. He said Jalen Hurts, Sal Powell did. I think I agree with that. I mean, I, I think pretty clearly it's, it's Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jay, you agree with that too, it seems to me. Yes. Key, you agree also it's Jalen Hurts based on the fact that he went in the second round. He hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. There were certain... Pers- I, I kind of go back and forward with it uh-huh. because I feel like Patrick Mahomes needs it because if he wants to separate himself from some of these other quarterbacks that only has one and... You know, he's getting MVPs, but then the narrative will switch. Oh, he's winning all these MVPs, but he can't ever win the Super Bowl except the one. So so, th- so that's what I'm saying, Keith. That's a little bit – that's the answer to a little bit different question, in my opinion, which is – let me tweak the question. Instead of who needs it more, who has more to gain from the Super Bowl, right? Patrick Mahomes doesn't need it as much as Jalen Hurts. He's in the Hall of Fame already, right? But he has a lot to gain from the Super Bowl. Hurts needs it. But he also has a lot to gain from it. I mean, I think Hurts has a lot to gain from a Super Bowl. A, 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 I mean, think about everything that Powell just Sal just said, though, right? Like, you talk about the fact that – why are you laughing? Because I said man. Powell instead of Sal. <laughs> it's Sal, Powell. Sal Powell. Sal Powell. Hey, man. It's Friday. It's Friday. 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 We, we're trying to get to Sunday. Best day of the I'm, week. Our mind is on Sunday. Yes. yes. But – the way the situation played out, Alabama, it, it's almost like the perfect dream story-like scenario, yeah. right? Like, here's a guy who's been considered to be underrated his entire – I mean, I know you can say the same about Pat, but been looked over his entire career, leaves school, doesn't – can't do it for Nick Saban, goes to Lincoln Riley, goes to Oklahoma, okay, doesn't win the Heisman, gets drafted second round, ah, Who's this guy? Get Carson Wentz out of here. We're not who's saying he's a guy. guy. I'm just saying. No, no. He's like, ah, who's this guy? He's too short. He's, a, he's a running quarterback. And now all of a sudden, look at the swag. Look at the way he walks. Like, he's like, oh, look, the guy just looks different. He feels different. The way he wears his clothes. There's like that. He's and walking but on I, water but, but, type but feel see, to it, Key. I've you always. Super Bowl, you leapfrog over oh, all these goodness, dudes. I've yes. always felt that way, though. Remember, I saw his first game ever in college. I saw him a little bit in high school, but not live. I saw his first game in college. I went to uh, the Cotton Bowl or AT&T Stadium, Dallas Cowboys, and they were playing USC. And he was not the starter in the game. It was like Blake Barnett or some weird quarterback like that that you don't even know where he's at now, you know. 
and all of a sudden they were struggling against USC, and Lane Kiffin then went to Jalen Hurts. So, you know, first thing, I'm in the box, I'm looking down. Who's that brother? Oh, that's Jalen Hurts. And it was the rest was history. Mm. It was a different game. It was a, just a everything was different when he stepped on the field as a true freshman. And then, like you said, Jay, he loses his starting job because Tua makes a throw, yep. touchdown, moves the safety, boom, Devontae Smith. And he was, you know, fighting for the position the next year. But let's be honest with each other. He was not going to win the job because Tua won the job on the touchdown throw alone. And then he fought through all that adversity with his family and his dad, and they stayed the course. They didn't up and leave and pout. And then he goes to Oklahoma, like you said, and does everything that the other two quarterbacks did except win the Heisman and go number one overall. And now look at him where those guys are fighting for their careers, although Kyler Murray got the big payday. We still don't know what that's going to be. And here he is playing in the Super Bowl two years in as a full-time starter. Both schools, both schools. Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield on the one hand, you'd rather have Hurts than Kyler Murray, right? And Baker Mayfield, come on. And Alabama, too. Tua, whose who's career now, there are questions because he was concussed many times this year. And, and, and Matt Jones, he, he, he's the one you want from all those schools. See, I also feel like Patrick Mahomes has already validated to a degree. Like, maybe not to the level, but we want him to be validated when you make mention of his name in the same era as Michael Jordan, Max, right? But at the same time, the validation for Jalen Hurts is, like, if he, if he closes the deal, then there's validation that he's the guy not only for the team, but he's one of the chosen ones of the league. That's why if you phrase it, who has the most yeah. – who, who, who needs it more? To me, it's easy. Jalen Hurts needs it more, right, for the reasons that Key just went over. But if you phrase yeah. it, who has the most to gain? Because there will be – I will not be the only one who says, okay, now that it's two Super Bowls, two MVPs, likely two Super Bowl MVPs, 50 touchdowns in a season – He's, he's 64 and 16 for his career in the regular season. Five, five FC, AFC championship games, three Super Bowl appearances with another Super Bowl win. Now it's like, wait a minute, can you even compare any football players' first five years to this dude? So you're now, saying that, that also means that Patrick Mahomes has more to lo- way more to lose too, right? No, because if he doesn't, you don't know, you're not entitled to that. If you earn that, great. He's already a Hall of Fame, great, everyone knows it, but he has that to gain. I don't think he needs the Super Bowl the same way as Jalen Hurts. But I think if, you, if we ask who has the most to gain, then it becomes a very tough question Who has question the most to me. lose? The most to lose is a good question, too. See, I think, I, think it's a little bit, I think it's a little bit of both, though, Jay. They both got a lot to gain, but, and they both got a lot to of lose. Course, yes. Of, of course, Jaylen realistically, Hurt, they do, yes. But No, I'm talking about just in general. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about the way course. people think, talk on the social media world, the talk shows. But then who needs it more? Is Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts totally needs agree. it more, but they both have a lot to gain if they win. And they both got a lot but, to lose if they lose. But Siki, yep. on on the lose part, like well, I, you know I, what? I, on I the lose part, this Jaylen, is yeah, I, yeah, this is I, gravy yeah. for me for Jalen, right? Yeah, he got. Yeah, I back up. Like, I back you up. just yeah. said it though, Key. Yeah. Before, yeah, I back up. Yeah. There will be people on our network and all across the country that will start saying, "Well, is Patrick Mahomes the next Aaron Rodgers?" Like, does he, does he get there? He just can't get over the hump. He only has one. I there will be have, people saying that. We have a consensus. Not you and I, like, Key. I just want to see if there's a consensus. <laughs> Number one, if you say who needs it more, it's Jalen Hurts. Number two, if you say who has the most to gain, it's tough. It's a toss-up. And number three, if you say who has the most to lose, it's Patrick Mahomes, right? Do yes. we agree with it? I yes. think we're, yes. yeah, we're all on the same page for the same reason. Finally, on the same page. Isn't that wonderful? How does that happen? <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. Dennis in Delaware. What's going on? 
Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. I agree. Jalen has the most to gain and the most to lose because last year's playoff was god-awful for him in Tampa. They were shut out for the first three quarters, and then he just got a couple of meaningless touchdowns at the end. And then I I haven't seen Jalen have that final drive, you know, that that drive down the field to win a game. I haven't seen that yet. Because they're always up two scores. No, they did it against Indy. They did it against Indianapolis. He did it against Indy, and he walked in for the touchdown. Yeah. And also, Key, like, the team is 0-2 without him and 14-1 and with him. I don't 16, need to see a game 16, with him. 16-1 yeah, with, with the him playoffs, if you count the right? playoffs. With the playoffs. So 16 out of 17 games he started this year, including the playoffs, they win. I don't need to see a game-winning drive because in the two games he didn't play, and they have a good backup, like, Gardner Minshew used to be a starter in the league. That's, that's a solid he, backup. Okay. He was but a solid backup is, until we saw him this year. But the point is, <laughs> that same team, it's not like he was, it was operated by a rookie or a guy who's 40 years old, right? That same team went 0-2 without him. I don't need to see a game-winning drive. I, he, his whole game is a game-winning drive. Mike yeah. in Maryland. Michael, are you there? Mike, you there? Mike. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Mike. Mike. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, we got you, Mike. I'm wondering about players' first time at the Super Bowl. I mean, coaches, too, because Mad Dog was on first take, and he was saying it was a big deal, and everyone was killing him, saying it wasn't. But then when Heinz Ward was on your show the other day, he said that it was a big deal. His first Super Bowl, he messed up and got worn out by the time the game started. What do you think, he? Yeah, it it just depends on who it is. First time Super Bowl preparations. You remember Sean McVay uh, talked about how that week in between for – for him as a first-time head coach, gave him too much time. He was thinking too much. He was changing game plans when he had already set the game plan on one day. So it can bother certain people. Um, you know, my first time ever playing the Super Bowl, I was nervous because I did not want to be the guy. I didn't want to be the Bill Buckner. So clearly it was sleepless nights. It was talking to – sitting in the hallway, talking to the security guards at 3 a.m. in the morning the night before the Super Bowl. I mean, like, seriously, who does that, right? You're supposed to be asleep. The Eagles are the favorites. But where is all the money going? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. 
end zone. He's got another. If Philly can control the line of scrimmage and get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, what does this offense look like? For Kansas City, this is without a doubt as a unit the best they have faced all year. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Joe Fortenbaugh, ESPN Sports betting analyst, the Daily Wager, co-host of Joe and Amber, that's 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern right here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. Joe is with us now. Morning, Joe. Fellas, good morning. It's always a pleasure. Big weekend on the horizon. I'm sure you have plenty to talk about this morning. Joe, Joe, hold Actually. on. Before I get into football, halftime, because we were talking about during the break. Riri, what are the odds on the? What, what, give me some prop bets out here. First song, wait, shine bright like a diamond. What are we? What are we thinking here? So, from what I understand, uh, Diamond is the favorite to be the uh, first song sung during halftime. Uh, full disclosure: I don't play hardly any halftime props unless someone tips me off to something. I, I <laughs> I'm not exactly the best to be around during the Super Bowl. I, I'm, I'm grinding so much during that first half that halftime is all about bringing the heart rate down from 170 to something a little bit more reasonable, doing the accounting on what took place during the first half, and then getting ready for all the second half wagers. So while everyone else is mixing it up and commenting on what's taking place on the field during halftime, I'm kind of off in a quarter with a bunch of like crumbled up pieces of paper trying to get everything organized. Well, the fact that you'll miss your 20th halftime, let me ask you this question. <laughs> what are the three straight bets you like most in this Super Bowl? Three straight bets. So we're not talking prop bets. We're talking straight bets here? Straight, straight bets. bets. Yep. Straight bets. All right, so that would be the side and the total, and then if we're going to figure out something in between there. All right, so if we're going to talk about the side for the game, um, I find myself leaning to Kansas City plus the points. I have a hunch that Kansas City money is going to start hitting the market as we get closer to kickoff. Philadelphia's had a great season, but you give Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes two weeks to prepare for this defense, and I wonder how they're going to be able to perform. I think it's going to be successfully. After all, Philadelphia, as great as the defensive metrics look, let's analyze the fact that in all the games they've played this year, they've gone against just four teams that ranked in the top 10 in scoring. And in two of those games, the opponent scored 35 or more on them. Detroit hung 35, and Dallas in December hung 40. So I think there's going to be an opportunity here for the Chiefs to put up a relatively big number. As for Philadelphia, if we're leading into the total, I look to the over here, but I haven't made a wager on it yet. What's the floor for Philadelphia's offense in this game? That's what I ask myself. Do we see a scenario outside of a marquee injury or something like that where they only put up maybe 10, 12, 14 points? I don't see it. Not against Kansas City. I think they can get to at least 20-plus. And with Kansas City putting up a bigger number as well, I do lean to the over. So that would be the side. That would be the total. If you're looking for another straight bet, I don't know, in the first half, I know some people will be inclined to play Philadelphia because they've been the best first-half team all season long, number one in scoring. They've been phenomenal against the spread. I would urge caution in that department, though, this time around. Again, Kansas City with two weeks to get ready. Kansas City having the experience of having been in two Super Bowls recently. They understand what this week is like. They understand that there's going to be ticket requests, family requests, media requests. They know how to tune that out. There's only a few guys from that Philadelphia Super Bowl a few years back. I wonder if some of the younger guys get caught up in some of that and maybe lose their focus a little bit. Joe, talk to me about these MVP odds. What do you think? What, what odds intrigue you around that? First thing I tell you is that if you like Kansas City to win the game, absolutely bet Mahomes to win the MVP. And, and why I say that is you might want to bet Mahomes instead of betting Kansas City. If you bet Kansas City to win this game, they're plus 105 on the money line. That's a $100 bet returning 105 in profit. 
well, what are the odds Kansas City wins and Mahomes doesn't win MVP? It feels like if you're going to beat this Eagles defense, Mahomes is going to have to have a big game, right? I don't see Kansas City winning 13-10. to So with that being said, Mahomes is plus 130 to win MVP. So a $100 bet returns 130 in profit rather than 105. So I'd look at an angle like that when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. Now, I don't think the same can be said about Philadelphia. I do see a path where if they win the game, Hurts might not win MVP. So a couple guys that are popular out here in Vegas, Miles Sanders, 24 to 1, Hassan Reddick on defense, 35 to 1, Devontae Smith, I think he's sitting somewhere in the 30 to 1 neighborhood. Those are guys that some people who like Philadelphia are lining up on. I'd also take a long shot prop here, Josh Sweat, Philadelphia pass rusher who uh, double digit sacks this season, 150 to 1. I know it's a long shot for these defenders to have a chance, but if Philadelphia wrecks the game against Kansas City like they did against San Francisco, there's a chance the voters might run might want to reward someone from the defensive side. What's those odds though on Hurts? Even though you say the odds, what what are the odds? Hurts to win MVP, uh, uh-huh. he's sitting around minus 115-ish, minus 120. So, it's you know, if you want to play him instead of laying the two points with Philadelphia, you can go ahead and do that too because, again, if Philadelphia wins this game, there's a very good chance he could win the award. It's just almost like a straight-up bet, though. It's basically even money. Not, yeah, I mean, rather value. than lay the juice or rather than lay the money line, you can, yeah, you can put yourself in a situation with the MVP where you avoid all of that and – but again, you know, if Philadelphia wins and he doesn't get the award, boom, that blows up in your face. Yeah, yeah. What's the over-under on this one? Uh, we're currently sitting at around 51. You know, it opened right around 50 and a half. There was some under money that hit earlier in the week, knocked it down to about 49 and a half. And that was right out of the gate. And then the under over money started creeping in. We've seen it push it all the way to 51 where it's been holding true for the last few days. So I'm interested to see once the public gets involved this weekend, Vegas is starting to swell. A lot of people coming to town. This is when the public action is going to get in. Very interested to see if we go much higher because there are some guys who do feel this game's going to be a shootout. Joe Fortenbaugh, ESPN sports betting analyst, daily wager, co-host Joe and Amber. You can hear it right here on ESPN Radio 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, Joe, as always. All right, Joe. Always a, pe- always a pleasure, fellas. Have a good one. You too. What you betting on, Jay? Well, I, I, before we get into what I'm betting on, I'm, I'm really curious to hear Alan Yates. <laughs> no, I, I need to hear this. Alan Yates has a theory behind Riri's halftime performance. Yates? So I know everyone is going to go with Diamonds, right? That's mm-hmm. like the popular song. Pat Mahomes' favorite Rihanna song is Diamonds, so I feel like that's a little too easy to bet on. I feel like since Rihanna hasn't had any songs come out recently, it's going to be more of a performance of, like, greatest hits type of joint, right? So, first song has to be, Oh, Nah, Nah, What's My Name, Jay? Oh, what's my, I like that. You know, I'm reintroducing so the world to Rihanna. Myself, yeah. Bam. It yes. might even be a 15-second joint, but if it's the first one, cash the bet. I'm putting it down if I can find it. Makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Not going to be Umbrella, I'll tell you that much. I, I, well, she has to play that, John. But, you know, She'll play third, it Third point. one on the set. Third one on the set, Max. She'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, third. Right, exactly. <laughs> Rihanna, let me tell you something. Rihanna's... It's hard to find because she got so many. Rihanna's on-base <laughs> percentage is ridiculous. Like, yeah, that's Rihanna what I said. It's hard. Front to back. She right. does not miss. Now, what about you, Jay? What do you mean? What am I betting on? What are you betting? I probably, probably take the over-under. Um, I, I'm going to take the under. I, I think the I don't think it's going to be a high prolific scoring type game. I really don't. Um, I will probably what, what Joe said on the um, the the prop bets. 
I'm definitely going to do the halftime bets for sure. I'm actually going to put some money down on what Yates just said. But I, I don't know, Key, like for me. I'll take the over. I'll take the over and, and just put five Gs down for me, and I'll take the over. Why are you just going opposite of me just for, for blinks and giggles? Just he wants it. you to put five Gs down for him. Though. For him. No. So if it doesn't we'll, hit, we'll you split cover the, the profit. Just hit me on the cash app. You take the risk. Yes, I don't have cash app. Yes, you do. You already sent me money via cash app. No, that I deleted it since then. Lies. Look. <laughs> hey, Mark in Boston uh, wants to get at me about Mahomes Jordan uh, comp. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Boston strong. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to say that. Are, are you guys saying you're trying to look or find a Jordan of the NFL? Because obviously Tom Brady is the GOAT. Does that not make him also the Jordan? Until Definitely not. Not, not even close. Home? Not even close. Are you, Tom Brady's first. Passive? Tom Brady. Tom Brady did not have a. Was not an All Pro one time in his first five years. And Key will tell you, as most will, that the defenses were at least as responsible for those Super Bowl wins. The, to, to say you're the greatest of all time in your sport is not necessarily to be the Michael Jordan of the sport. Michael Jordan of the sport is from the from jump. Oh my God, what's that? I never seen anything like that before. Like LeBron and then James. you look at the and then you look at the numbers and you go, Oh my God, it tells me what my eyes are seeing. Like and then LeBron you look James. at team success and it's the same thing. But that's LeBron, football, yes, Kobe, yes, not to Jordan's yeah. level, but nearly, yeah. But in football, it's error, man. It's the, it, that's yeah. the only way that you're going to be able to to get it bogged down. It's got to be error. It can't be their careers because it, it, you'll never find nobody like that because the crossover appeal is so important when you're talking about Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's I so mean, important. Tom Brady, I think a more apt comparison is Bill Russell or Yogi Berra or someone who won the most championships was to you know, listen, everyone's like, oh, Yogi Berra, right, because, but he, he hit cleanup on 10 World Series teams, not, not on all of them, Yogi, but he had clean up, and he won three MVPs. I wasn't born in Right, Max. but the point is, like, that's what Brady did. He did, like, a Berra or a Bill Russell. And Michael Jordan is, a, is more like a Babe Ruth. You know, like, you got to find someone like that. And there hasn't been a Babe Ruth of football. Brother Babe. Unless Bay. maybe, unless maybe Patrick Mahomes wins the Super Bowl and keeps this up. A lot of wheeling and dealing in the NBA. Which moves are hot news and which ones are not news? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, 
Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hot news or not news. You ready, Jeremy? I, I wasn't ready until the music dropped. Drop, 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 drop. Now you're ready. This is sneaky hot news. Well, hot news. <laughs> hot news or not news time. All right, guys. Hot news or not news is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make why, every why, moment why, why, more. You are listening to Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app, your smart speakers. Maybe you're listening to the podcast. Who knows? We're everywhere. The Raptors. Let that breathe a little bit, man. The Raptors didn't trade away any of their core players. Is that hot news or not news, Jay? That's scorching hot news. Look, they had all the pieces that could add to other NBA championship teams. You talk about what is Memphis going to do? Oh, could they have gotten a guy like OG Ananobi? Yeah, they could have made a push if the Raptors weren't asking for too much. Fred VanVleet, we said how much he could potentially help the Lakers or where he could help with the Clippers. They obviously held on to him. He's going to opt out of his deal next season. He'll be an unrestricted free agent. You talk about Gary Trent Jr., he's going to opt out. He'll be an unrestricted free agent. And they made a move. They were actually buyers instead of sellers, and they got Jakob Porter from the Spurs, a low-key center. So it looks like Masai Ujiri has something cooking. I just don't know what it is. What do you think, Key? I follow Jay. I think it, I think it is hot news, though, when you think about it. They, they, didn't, they made some small moves, but they didn't make any moves of getting rid of guys and giving Memphis the opportunity to uh, add on to what they already have. So – We'll find out here in the next month or a couple months what that actually means by the time they get to the playoffs. Yeah, 100% with you, Jay, for the same reasons. And the thing I'll say about Masai Ujiri is he's, he's not perfect. He's, no one's infallible. Maybe he's made a mistake here. But when you have a track record like Masai Ujiri, that guy gets the benefit of the doubt. That's what kind of like what makes it hot news for me. You can't sit here and be going, oh, what, is he crazy? You have to be like what you said, like, wait a minute. There's a larger plan here. I wonder what it is. Absolutely. The Bulls didn't make a trade. Hot news or not news, Jay? That's hot news, man. We, we've been talking about it. Like now we're talking about the addition of Russell Westbrook, and if that's if he gets bought out with Utah, but that's going to be the difference maker for this team. Still, they're not going to compete with Milwaukee. Still, they're not going to compete with the Celtics. They're not even as good as the Philadelphia 76ers, even with Russ. You're still going to have questions. Are you going to re-sign Vucevic? What's going on with Lonzo Ball? The, the core is interesting, but DeMar DeRozan is only getting older. And like, either you're revamping and you're starting over or you're making big moves to try to win a championship. And right now, the Bulls seem to be stuck in purgatory. It, it's not news to me. I know it's hot news to Jay because he played for the Bulls or whatnot. But there were no moves out there that they could have made that would have made this team a contender without giving up everything to get something and we talked about ad possibly moving there why would you want that like why would you want ad when you already got issues with ball zach levine had some injuries in the in the past you would have to probably move him to get ad then you look at caruso's situation what are you going to do there if you would have moved him like there's nothing that would have made this team a contender that was out there in my opinion that's why it's not news i think it is news but I got to say something about the Bulls. Like, when they made the Vucevic trade, Jay, 
I thought, ooh, that's really smart because they have some other stuff. But now they got the best big who's not one of those guys, right? Like one of those guys who are impossible to get. Man, that has not turned out well. I think that is, if you really look at what's wrong with the Bulls other than injury, Vucevic is a horrible defender. And, and you know, like they really need someone who can do that job better than him. So what's going to get them out the cellar? Well, they're not in the cellar. But, but I'm going to sell her to me is you ain't going to be in, in the playoffs. In the play in. <laughs> well, that's the sell. Yeah, right. I don't know. Well, they're hoping it's Westbrook, I guess, of, for 30 mid games. Of a mid-of-the-pack team. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. But that, that's who they've been. I know, but there's nothing they can get. They're not getting Giannis, so there's nothing that's going to turn it around for. The Clippers don't have a point guard after the trade deadline, Jay. Hot news or not news? I mean, they got, you got Reggie Jackson. I mean, but he. Like, I think we've seen – how, what the ceiling is on that. I, I think the biggest problem for them now is that you, you need somebody to control the tempo of the game. And I, I think that's what you had when you could have had a guy like Fred Van Vliet. Uh, when you had a guy, John Wall didn't really do that as well. I, look, man, the, the Clippers are one of those teams where you feel like they have the pieces, but then, as Key would say, they find a way to clip. Yeah. Um, Eric Gordon, okay, helps with the shooter, but still, like, it doesn't really help with a dynamic PG. The Clippers are okay. They'll be fine. They're just not going to – I don't think they're going to be there when it's all said and done. Yeah, it, it's not news to me. I mean, they pick up Eric Garden, obviously. Jay mentioned there's a shooter there. John Wall never – Mason Plumlee. What am I talking about? My fault. They never. It never worked out at the level it should have with John Wall, so he goes back to where he started at. It's just – it's the Clippers, man. I, I can't really give you any excitement about a team that we talk about every single year, but we wind up being in the same position at the start of the season, which is they didn't win another championship. You know where my mind goes when I hear Clippers? goes right to Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Smoking on a Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, like it's so hard to get to a franchise with a culture where they never win and turn that around, right? The, the keys has the Clippers going to clip, so I, I agree it's not. And look, I, I like Bones Highland. Do I think um, Bones Highland played well when he was in Denver? Is he going to be that elite? Maybe he could be a fixed guy. I just it's not. The you move think they that look at expecting. him? You think they look at him like Daryl Morey looked at James Harden? Like that's an undervalued piece. If they gave him more minutes, if he, he could, do, you know, based on he based played. on how what did he get? Twenty minutes games only. He, he played well in Denver, man. Yeah, I, I, I like Bones Highland. I just don't know if it's. The next tier to help them get like the West. Not, is, not that he'd be James Harden, but like a guy who is better you're than what his current team yeah, knows. Well, you get, there's a value pick, right? Yeah. But the problem is the West is loaded right now. Yeah. Like you, it feels like they have to make a, a different type. If you're telling me that the Clippers got found a way to get Fred Van Bleet, now some with him and Kawhi and PG and different. that core, that's a core that should compete with Phoenix. So the Warriors traded away James Wiseman. Hot news or not news? Blazing, scorching hot news. Your second pick in the draft, man. I mean, how many times do you find a team that's a contender who has a chance to get the second pick in the draft? They chose James Wiseman. He got more minutes in the G League than he did on their roster. He is now in Detroit. I do think this is a better position for him to learn and come into his own. But whenever you're the second pick in the draft for a championship contender team and they trade you to bring back a guy that they could have re-signed instead of letting him go in the first place and Gary Payton in the second, that's scorching hot news. Yeah, it is. It's hot news. And, and when you talk about James Wiseman, so promising coming in, but I think a lot of people didn't realize that Golden State was still loaded and stacked. They were a championship team. Even though he got there after they won their championships, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to fit into championship teams as a lottery pick. It's just 
a high lottery pick at that. Teams don't get the luxury when they win championship and championship organizations to pick up guys like this because they could have gotten him. What if they'd have taken him in the bottom of the first round? He still wouldn't be able to play, well, I, let I hear, alone at the top. I'm not saying what you, say, what you guys are saying isn't right generally, and maybe it applies to Wiseman too. They also took Kaminga, who was considered high upside project, right? And Kaminga does not play – like, you know, Wiseman plays a position of need for them. So they didn't need him to do a whole lot at first. They just needed him to be competent. He was not able to do that, whereas Kaminga is a guy they look at in, a, in where he has to fit into a rotation that's more competitive, but they want to keep him, right? So that really does speak to Wiseman's lack of development on this level. I'm not saying there aren't contributing factors, but I think that's what makes it hot news. Tune into NBA Action Sunday as the Celtics host the Grizzlies, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 1.30 p.m. Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. Sean J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming up, can Sean Payton turn Russell Wilson around? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. By visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com.